Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Monday, September 27, 2021. I'm Rich Strappolino. Instagram head Adam Mosseri announced the company will pause development of a version of Instagram aimed at children 10 to 12 years old. Instagram will still continue development on parental supervision tools designed to let parents oversee accounts for teenage users 13 and older. Cloudflare announced two new free email safety and security features. Cloudflare email routing is designed to let users run a custom email domain from a single consumer account like Gmail or Outlook. Security DNS Wizard gives users access to anti-spoofing email tools, sender policy framework, and domain keys identified mail. The company eventually plans to roll both of these into an advanced email security suite. Oculus's consulting CTO John Carmack announced the company will unlock the bootloader of the Oculus Go headset, providing users with root access. The Go was discontinued in 2020, and users will get root access through a forthcoming sideloaded software update. Carmack hopes this will allow people to repurpose the hardware. The Wall Street Journal sources say the U.S. Justice Department and Huawei CTO Meng Wanzhou have reached an agreement to let her return to her home in China after almost three years after being detained in Canada on behalf of the U.S. The agreement will reportedly require Meng to admit some wrongdoing. Prosecutors will defer and later drop wire and bank fraud charges in exchange for her admission. As well as being the financial chief, Meng is the daughter of Ren Zhengfei, Huawei's founder. According to a stock exchange filing Friday, Alibaba plans to sell its minority stake in a state-owned broadcaster, Mango Excellent Media. The government asked Alibaba in March to divest itself of media assets to reduce its sway over public opinion. Meanwhile, Tencent has completed its merger with China's second most popular search engine, Sogao. Sogao has 14.3% of the search market in China, behind Baidu, which has 76.7%. The People's Bank of China issued a joint statement with nine other government agencies reminding all Chinese nationals, even those working overseas, that it already banned crypto trading in 2019, adding that overseas virtual currency exchanges that use the internet to offer services to domestic residents is also considered illegal financial activity, adding that workers at foreign crypto exchanges will be investigated. This statement indicates the overseas exchange loophole is closed and that the state will prosecute those still trading crypto. At the World Internet Conference, Cybersecurity Administration of China's Vice Minister Sheng Ronghua named self-driving vehicles, online healthcare, and smart delivery as areas of the economy requiring stronger regulation. The comments indicate China's big tech crackdown could extend to new firms like the shopping platform MeToo1. The UK's Competition and Markets Authority cleared Facebook to proceed with its $1 billion acquisition of the CRM company Customer, saying it would not decrease competition. The deal must still survive an ongoing investigation by the European Commission. The company EFTPOS became the first accredited non-government operator of a digital identity exchange under Australia's trusted digital identity framework, meaning it can now facilitate online transactions requiring a digital identity from Australians. Australia has its own digital identity solution called MyGovID, but EFTPOS claims its ConnectID offers a smoother, faster, and more secure onboarding experience. CNBC sources say Google Cloud Platform plans to reduce the cut it takes for third-party software sold in its cloud marketplace from 20% to 3%. GCP confirmed it plans to change its fee structure, but didn't give specifics. Microsoft Azure made a similar cut to 3% in July, while AWS charges 5%. 
According to the International Alliance of Theatrical Stage Employees, a union that represents TV and movie workers, Apple's TV Plus, NBC Universal's Peacock, and Viacom CBS's Paramount Plus, all have less than 20 million subscribers each in the U.S. and Canada as of July. Streaming services with less than 20 million subscribers can offer lower rates to union workers. It's unclear if this figure only accounts for paying subscribers or those on promotional free trials. California passed SB 500 into law, which will require all light-duty autonomous vehicles in the state to emit zero emissions by 2030. Last year, California Governor Gavin Newsom issued an executive order requiring any car you drive off a dealer lot to have zero emissions by 2035. Over the weekend, Tesla opened up the ability for owners to request access to its beta version of full self-driving software, which expands the company's autopilot capabilities to city streets. By applying, owners agreed to let Tesla monitor driving behavior. If driving is rated as good over a seven-day period, owners are granted access to the beta. And finally, a new note from Apple analyst Ming-Chi Kuo forecasts shipments of Apple Silicon Macs will drop 15% in the first half of 2022. Quo named component shortages, particularly around power management integrated circuits, as a major reason for the drop, but also said a decrease in work-from-home demand and a potential redesigned MacBook Air in Q3 2022 are also contributing factors. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. You can find show notes and links to all these headlines there as well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember... Have a super sparkly day.